Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Monday, 21st August, 2023. Our bit today comes from John 3.17, which says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And so it's Monday once again, the first day of the work week which causes a sad and unnecessary state of confuflation in many of us. Yes, friends, in other words, for one reason or another, when Monday rolls around, we just seem unable to think properly, to get it all together, and we become befuddled, bewildered, anxious, perplexed, and somewhat disoriented. And that's why it's so important to fellowship with other believers on Sunday, so we can step out brave, bold, and confident on a Monday morning, ready to spread the good news and glad tidings of Christ to all and sundry. Now, yesterday, we sang the unique, distinctive song, I Know That My Redeemer Lives. And there, we asserted that there is not an untrue word in that hymn. And for every statement made, there is a scripture that can be brought forth to prove its inerrant truth. And today, I want to try and prove it as much as time and space would allow. And it should bring up a whole raft of delightful, insightful, refreshing, and reaffirming scriptures. And the first and most important topic is that my Redeemer lives. He who once was dead, he lives triumphant from the grave. Yes, friends, if Jesus Jesus doesn't live, then everything else is false. So let's find some scripture that corroborates it now. And the words of the angel sitting on the stone in front of Jesus' empty tomb on Easter Sunday, Sunday morning should be evidence enough. He says to the woman who came to the tomb that morning to finish embalming, Jesus' body. Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember when he spoke unto you when he was in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. And that comes from Luke 24, verses 5 to 8. And we all know that Jesus was seen in his glorified body of different people some eight times after his resurrection and before his ascension. Three of the most notable being when he spoke with the two followers on the road to Emmaus. Emmaus, sorry. And you can find that in Luke 24, 13 to 35. Then when those two men returned to Jerusalem, to tell the others about their meeting with Jesus, and he suddenly appeared before them, and they were terrified, believing that they were seeing a ghost. Yes. <laughs> but Jesus said unto them, Why are you troubled? And why do frightened thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold, my hands and my feet, that it is I myself, handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as ye see me have. And that's Luke 24, 38 to 39. 
And the next notable occasion was Jesus' conversation with Thomas, who refused to believe until he saw him in the flesh. And that come, you can find that in John 20, 24 to 29. Then the song says, he lives eternally to save. And Jesus said, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Yes, friends, that's why he came to save us. Then to Martha, the sister of Lazarus, he says, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead or may die, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believe thou this. And that comes from John 11, 25 to 26. And in his first epistle, John further says, And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. And that's First John 4, 14. And what about these words? Eh? He lives exalted there and high. <laughs> but Paul clearly tells us in Philippians, Wherefore God also hath exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those things in heaven and those things in earth and those things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And we all know that comes from Philippians 2, verses 9 to 11. Oh, my people, besides the exaltation of the Father, there is no higher exaltation possible. And poor, he lives to plead for me above. Listen to these amazing scriptures, no? But Paul writes thus to the church at Rome, Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. And that's Romans 8.34. Meanwhile, the author of Hebrews puts it this way, But this man, because he continued forever, had an unchangeable priesthood. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the utmost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. And that's Hebrews 7, 24 to 25. Then John writes in his first epistle, My little children, these things I write unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate or intercessor with the Father, Christ Jesus the righteous. And that's First John 2, 1. Now, as for he lives to help in time of need, <laughs> friends, my faithful brethren, you can't get it getting, getting too enthusiastic now. You can't get anything better than Christ's great invitation where he pleads, come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of or from me, for I am meek and lowly, that's gentle and humbling heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And there again, we all know that comes from Matthew 11 20 to 30. And if you are foolish enough, 
to refuse that invitation, then you deserve to have Crapo smoke your pipe. And you certainly can't beat this verse that covers, he lives to grant me rich supply. But Paul says it in spades in his letter to the church at Philippi. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And we know that's Philippians 4.19. And furthermore, Jesus has already specified that if you seek the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, then all your needs will be supplied. That you can find in Matthew 6.33. And what about Brother David's immortal words? Eh? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's Psalm 23.1. What powerful scriptures, my brethren. And we only have time for one more. This marvelous promise. He lives to wipe away my tears. And what could be more soothing and comforting than this promise of the end times, eh? Where the good book tells us, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And that's Revelations 21.4. Now, that's something to look forward to, my brethren, for our Redeemer certainly lives, yes. So please, let's embrace Jesus as tightly as we can. Uh? Now, through our Monday morning battle hymn, let's go to the throne of grace, where Jesus is running intercession for us and plead for divine help to handle our many earthly problems. As one voice, our Father who art in heaven, we, your humble servants, praise your holy name and thank you this Monday morning for life and strong faith in Christ, despite the mass confusion in our world. Heavenly Father, you are the only one with the power to solve our many problems. And yes, we have all sinned and seriously disobeyed your word. But you are a merciful, forgiving, and gracious God who has faithfully promised to hear and answer our prayers when we humble ourselves, pray, and sincerely seek your face. So we come to you now with sincere repentance in our hearts, pleading for wise guidance and direction to alleviate our problems. Oh, Father, please ease the pain of the many suffering from negative situations. Show them your awesome grace and mercy and faithfully keep your promise to prosper us if we turn from our evil ways. And please show this evil world that you are indeed Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. We pray this in the holy and blessed name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And again, we say, Amen. And my people, the situation is simple. If we truly desire divine help, then we have to improve our godly behavior. That's it right there in a nutshell. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Jesus is our everything. Redeemer, Savior, Lord, brother, friend, High priest, intercessor, king, etc., etc. 
And that's the gospel truth, my people. Jesus is everything to us, whatever you need, however you expect to look for him. There he is always with us, living in us through his Holy Spirit, walking with us, guiding us, and just loving us. So please, let's do like he expects us to do now. Live together in unity, love one another, so that others can see how true disciples should behave and come to know and love him like we do. And we pray that in his strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.